Okay. Hello and welcome to the No Huddle Pod with Andrew and Logan. My name is Andrew and I grew up in Pittsburgh, PA. My favorite team is Pitt and I'll turn it over to Logan. Yo, what is up? <laughs> My name is Logan. Um, I grew up in Toledo, Ohio and uh, my favorite sports team is the Ohio State Buckeyes. And uh, today we just wanted um, to start off the show and given our way, 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 way too early uh, top 15 for next year's college football season. Um, I wrote down some teams uh, that are like right outside. It'll be top 25 for sure. Probably uh, I have this Texas, I think uh, with Sark going there from Bama and um, they're finally turning away from the Ellinger era. I feel like he's been there forever. Yeah, um, Ellinger's gone. Yeah, and he, you know, ever since they beat Georgia, it, it, it was almost like karma for them. So I think I think uh, it might take a few years for, you know, for Sarkeesian to get his team in there. And uh, they'll have to turn to – I think they have – I think Hudson Card's still there for quarterback. And then uh, okay. Ty Thompson uh, – I forgot what – his name is Ty Thompson or something like that. And then uh, I think they have a, a freshman coming in with Jackson Dart. Um, and another team I have is Utah. I think they are the transfer university right now. Oh, they're, yeah. they're picking up everyone right now. I know. Um, um, it could be their year in the, in the Pac-12. It's it's, it's going to be another down year for them. Um, obviously, there's Yeah, the Pac-12 is kind of open. Yeah. With uh, USC and UCLA, who haven't been good in a while. So, um, yeah. And then other teams I have is Wisconsin. I think um, they're always the team in the Big Ten West. Um, but I don't think they'll win it this year, even with uh, Mertz coming back. Um, and then okay. another team, my last team is Ole Miss. I think Matt Corral is a good quarterback. Um, is Elijah Moore coming back? Because I know he was. I think so. I think okay. he is. So I think, and I think they'll be. I mean, obviously, nothing crazy has to see, but they're they're kind of. I guess I'll just put it out there now. I do not have Florida or LSU in my top fifteen. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, I will. So I'll take it ahead for you since I talked for a little too much. But what, who's no, your fifteen? Okay. Um, I outside outside my top fifteen, I've got a couple teams. Um, probably I, I, as much as I hate to admit it, I would probably put Penn state somewhere out there. Um, you know, with the tough year that they had last year, um, you know, I, I don't think I can put them right back into the top 15, but I do think that they're going to, they finished the season well. So I think, Mm -hmm. you know, and they've got a lot of guys coming back. You got Clifford Um, coming back. I'm pretty sure, um, Will Levis is going to be probably be their quarterback i think you think um, he beats out clifford i that's i don't know it's gonna be tough um i mean because they kind of the season was really it was going poorly and it seemed like when they let levis play a little bit he kind of gave him a spark um even though he was sort of the running quarterback and mm-hmm. still the guy quote unquote right um so yeah i mean i'd probably put penn state out there um I think LSU is another tough one. I mean, they had trouble figuring out the quarterback situation last year, um, but you know they they did they did play A and M tough near the end of the year, and it, yep. it kind of looked like they were moving towards uh, Brad Johnson's too. kid. They beat Florida too. Yeah, Max Johnson. Oh yeah, and they beat Florida. Yeah. So those are probably two teams that I've got like just outside my top fifteen at least right now. And then, gotcha, um, gotcha. I guess we can we can get into it here. And uh, you know, if you want, I'll start with with we'll go from fifteen to one. Yep. And uh, I can my my number fifteen is Iowa right now. Um, I think they're I think they're going to have a pretty good year. I know their quarterback's coming back. Uh, his name is nope. slipping my mind right now, but I mean Kirk Ferentz like been there forever it's kind of the standard is the standard with them um you know they're, they're going to be a complete football team and be coached well so i think they'll improve on on last season 
and uh, yeah, and 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 be better this year. Yeah, they're they're usually always in the running for the Big Ten West with you know Wisconsin, and then uh, some years Nebraska can be good over there in the Big Ten. But um, yeah, they, I think I'll get into that a little bit later. But I agree with you there. Um, my fifteenth team, uh, I'm not super high on them. They're losing a lot. Um, but I have North Carolina at 15. I know okay. with, with Howell coming back, you know, he's, he was a top, I think I, he was, I think he was like top five in the whole, you know, NCAA division one for passing. Um, he's obviously losing a lot of good targets. Um, well, yeah, he's losing uh thousand yard rusher. Williams. Yep. Losing Michael Carter. Yep. Uh, thousand yard rusher you know i don't even think they played the bowl game right no they didn't and neither no. did neither did uh uh Deami brown correct yummy brown yep yep yeah i have i have them as the two biggest losses for them yeah and then but the good thing for them is they have a decent recruiting class coming in number four in the nation yeah um, well i mean mac brown's gonna bring in some top talent yeah, he's he's done a remarkable job, you know, turning around that program, you know, even yeah. within the two years. I think isn't Howell only a junior? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. So I know he's on a lot of, you know, Heisman lists already. But um, the thing with them last year is they lost a lot of dumb games. They lost against Florida State and they lost against Virginia. And there's two out of the four losses, obviously, to uh, Notre Dame and Clemson. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. I think I think if the year they're returning a lot of their young defense, uh, they have a really good secondary. Uh, Tony Grimes and uh, I think John Don Chapman's was their names, but they averaged forty one and a half points last year, but they're giving up thirty. So, yeah, um, you know I think I think they have a lot of promise. You know the Pac or the uh, ACC. You know Clemson is still a team to beat, but they if 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 they have a year. I think it's this upcoming year. Yeah, I would I would agree. Um, you want to take 14? Yeah, so my 14, I actually have Penn State. Okay. I have I have them a little bit inside, you know, a little Big Ten bias going on, but um <laughs> I think if if Dotson returns, you know, he's an all Big Ten receiver, he absolutely cooked Sean Wade every every trip down the field. Um <laughs> I think they have they have a lot of def, uh, defenders returning. Um, another thing with them is they're uh, they're giving up thirty a game, and with a you know people can say the Big Ten was a little weak last year with you know you know Michigan has been having a lot of down years, but Michigan hasn't been as strong. Um, and Penn State obviously started the season really rough, but they're giving up thirty a game, which they need to fix that. Which I think uh, I think they're losing Lamont Wade. Um, yeah safety um so i think they are i don't have too much you know clifford we talked about a little bit earlier but clifford versus will levis you know um you know bringing up ohio state again it's gonna come a little more common but every time they've played penn state uh the one thing that ohio state's defense has has a flaw in is defending the qb run and anytime they put in levis or you know a couple years ago when they had um, McSorley, it was it was really really rough for them to defend yeah. that. But I also, think the, the, the biggest no, thing that plagued Penn State last year was the turnovers. I mean, they they just mm-hmm. turned the ball over constantly, and that's another thing that it's hard to know year to year. You know, how is a team going to do in terms of the turnover margin? I mean, because that's just such a big factor in yeah. who wins games and who loses especially with last year, you know, COVID and big, the big 10 didn't even start till Halloween weekend. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but next year they have, they have a really tough schedule. They're playing all the big 10 teams. They're playing Wisconsin, Iowa, Indiana, OSU and Michigan. And then they have Auburn at home next year. Yeah. I, looked, I looked and saw that they're, they're playing um, Auburn at home. So, so I'll give you, you can go ahead and give your 15. And yeah. So at, uh, at 14, I actually have Wisconsin. Um, and I, I mean, kind of like, you you know, I, I know you weren't probably as big on um, Mertz coming back as I was, but I think that to me, I, I do value um, 
I do value, you know, returning quarterbacks because I think that's just the most important position. And so when a, a team has, you know, a guy coming back, um, like that's always. Oh, he's, he's definitely transformed their offense. You know, they've always been known, you know, the, you know, pro offense of style with, you know, two headed beast at running back. They always have people back there and then they always have a couple of good receivers and obviously a great offensive line, but he, well, I mean, yeah, they, yeah. The, the line too, I think is a, is a big one. Um, and I mean, you know, they do have some big games as well because, you know, they're going to have uh, like you talked about Penn state, a regular big 10 schedule, but they've also got a non-conference with Notre Dame. And so we're going to see, I think a lot about both of those teams, you know, when they play, um, it's actually right at the end of September. So that's going to be a pretty early, early. big one. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit later, at least on mine, but Notre Dame has a pretty tough schedule going into next year. Yeah, no, they, they definitely do. Um, I was looking at that a little bit earlier today and it's not easy, but, uh, I'll uh, I'll move on to 13. I've got uh, Florida. So okay. I, I mean, I, I know, you know, I just talked about the teams that are bringing quarterbacks back and obviously Florida is going to lose Trask. Yeah. Um, and also a lot of, other, I mean, Kyle Pitts and Tony, all those guys are gone, but weapons. You know, yeah. I, I think, I think Mullen is probably going to be able to reload and uh, the, the the guy's name is is escaping me right now. Their next quarterback. Um, oh, he was a Ohio State commit. That's one reason why I know him. Uh, Emory Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think I think he's probably going to be the quarterback. I mean, I guess we'll see. You know, after spring ball and stuff, who uh, who it's looking like. But they, I don't think that they have. They've got like a couple tough games. I mean, you know, the SEC is always hard. Um, you know, I, they do have Georgia, they've got Bama, they've got LSU. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not a cakewalk, but the out of the out of conference is pretty easy with uh, Samford, South Florida, FAU and Florida state. I think that, I think Florida state's still probably going to be pretty down and uh, they should be able to beat them fairly easily. So I think the biggest thing for them is going to be, Emory playing well at quarterback and playing much better defense than they did last year. Yeah. Usually you, I mean, with, I mean, SEC teams in general, you never really have to question their, uh, their defensive effort, but last year it definitely killed them a little bit. Obviously they had the offensive power to, you know, they put up 46 against Bama. So, um, and I think we saw a little bit, you know, with Trask without, you know, Pitts and Tony against Oklahoma that it, yeah, I mean, he, what he threw three interceptions in the first quarter. I mean, the man was uh, yeah. struggling. So, you know, I I think me and you were kind of the same about Kyle Trask. We weren't like super high on him, but um, you know, he put some weapons around him. He's going to be able to sling the ball. So, yeah, for sure. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and give you my 13th team. I have of um, a team. I'm actually. You know, after researching, they're kind of another transfer U team. Um, I'm actually, you know, like I said, pretty high on them next year. You know, we talked about a little bit earlier. The ACC is going to be a little bit down with uh, Clemson losing a little bit on offense, but I have Miami, Florida at 13. Okay. I think Derek King. You know, hopefully he returns. You know, is at least somewhat of the guy that he was before. Um, yeah. I think Manny Diaz coming off the ACL. Yeah, I think Manny Diaz is doing a great job down there. They have um, Mike Harley returning their top receiver. Um, what else they got? They actually – I'm going to jump to this because I have an all camps. They play Alabama week one. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Yep. They they play Alabama week one, so that will definitely test them. Um, but they have uh, Tyreek Stevenson, the corner from Georgia's coming. They have okay. – Rambo, the receiver from Oklahoma coming. And then they have yep. uh uh-huh. uh crap. They have a defensive line transfer for Tennessee. His name's slipping me, but um, and then they have the number 10 overall recruiting class. They have a great defensive tackle, five star Leonard Taylor coming in. And uh 
you know, they, they don't have like a crazy out of conference schedule. They play, like we said, Bama and then Appalachian state and then Michigan state. Um, uh-huh. But I, I think they have a, they have a pretty good chance to be, uh, you know, the second team in there with, with Clemson. Yeah, I would agree. Um, well then, uh, if you want to move on to 12, let's do it. So 12, uh, the team that's always, you know, a little bit overrated each year, but I'm going to, I'm going to give Notre Dame 12. Okay. I, I think they have a good recruiting class coming in. Number nine, they have obviously beasts and Kyron Williams and Kyle Hamilton coming back. Uh, they lose uh, Jeremiah Osowu. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name, but the linebacker. Yeah, and I know he won the award for best linebacker. Oh, did he win the, the Buckus, right? Yep, uh-huh. Yeah, he yeah, won the Buckus, so yeah. He'll be a first-round pick regardless. Um, yep. But they play, like how you said, they have – and they have uh, – we talked a little bit about Mertz earlier from Wisconsin, but they have Jake Cohn coming from Wisconsin. From Wisconsin, transfer. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then they always have a good old line every year. Um, I think, you know, as much as we d- don't like Brian Kelly the most, he's done a pretty good job there. And then they have a really, really tough, they play Cincy. They play uh-huh. Wisconsin. Yep. US, USC and UNC. Yeah. So they have a pretty tough schedule. Um, I guess we'll just see, you know, how Cone develops, you know, at least with him, he's a kind of a veteran. He's had a couple seasons at Wisconsin. So, um, It'll be different, but I think they'll be still a good team. Are they uh, – I guess I'll ask you, are they – was the ACC only a one-year thing with them, or are they still independent yeah, this I'm, year? It's, it looks like they're going back to being an independent as long as – as long as, you know, this, this coming season is much more like a regular one. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're going to go back to being an independent, which we'll see if we'll see if that helps or hurts them, you know, come playoff discussion time, like yeah, not well, playing in a, in a uh, conference championship. Yeah, this year definitely because it seemed like every other year with them they had to either win out or you know lose one game because usually they played you know a little bit ago Stanford was good and USC was you know somewhat decent, but. Um, We'll, we'll see how they turn out next year. Yeah. Um, so at, at 12, I've actually got USC. Um, again, you know, part of the, the – they've got a quarterback coming back in Slovis who Slovis I think – Slovis is good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he you know, he showed signs last season. And, you know, the, the Pac-12 got off to the latest start of anybody with not starting until, what, the first week of November, I think. Um, oh yeah, I think. Uh, you know, and we everybody saw that, like it didn't matter when you started, everybody got affected by COVID. So only being able to play, you know, five, six, maybe seven games this season, it was it was tough to get a look at, you know, who's legit and who's not. Um, but I well, think, wasn't wasn't um didn't US. I forgot what the team was, but the other team that was supposed to be in the Pac-12 didn't even play it because their COVID case. They had Oregon fill in for them. Yeah. Uh huh. I don't know if it was. I I don't. You know, I don't really follow the Pac-12 all that much. But who who did they play? Did they play USC in the championship game, or was it Colorado? Oh no the 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 Pac-12 championship game was um. Who was that? It's slipping my mind. I know. I'm, gonna... I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm racking my mind trying to think. It was. Um... Oh come on! It was uh, Oregon and Oregon and USC. Yeah, because I think. Oh, Oregon okay, replaced, okay. Oregon replaced Colorado. I'm pretty sure because right. they had okay. a crap ton of COVID cases. Yeah, but um. But no, I mean, I, I think, you know, you, again, like USC, you know, the 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 rivalry with Notre Dame, that's going to get played again this year, hopefully. Um, you know, but they've got they've got a fairly middle of the pack, uh, Pac twelve schedule. You know, they don't have to play Oregon, they don't have to play Washington, um, nobody like that. So, 
we'll see, you know, we'll see what they can, what they can do. And if maybe this is the year that PAC 12 can get a team into the playoff. Yeah. There's, I think uh, there's been a lot of hype around Slovis and obviously last year with the, you know, crippling year it was, he, you know, didn't really get the chance. So hopefully with the full, you know, at least somewhat normal off season, they'll be able to be the team we know with, with Utah, I think we'll be good next year too. Yeah. Um, so then moving up to 11, I actually, that's where I have North Carolina. Um, okay. I know they're losing a lot. Like you, you know, like you already talked about Javante, uh, Diami, uh, Michael Carter, all those guys, but you know, bringing back Hal and, you know, Matt Brown, a coach that's been around, he knows what he's doing. Um, and like you talked about with the defense, um, is is Chaz Surratt coming back to play linebacker? Um, I'm not sure whether he declared for the draft or not. I'm not too sure about him, but I know that Jeremiah Gemmel kid, he, he was a second leading tackler and he's coming back and he was only, I think, a sophomore last year. But okay. also to, to go with your point, I saw something the other day that they're projected to return all five of their offensive linemen too. So, yeah, and I, I know that they did have a couple – a couple pretty talented running backs coming in. So I, you know, I think between having Hal come back and having, if the, you know, the whole line is coming back, it's kind of like a plug and play with the running backs. Like, you know, they might not be as good as, as Carter and, uh, um, Oh, what's his name? I'm sorry. Um, as good as the backs were this year, but mm. you know, to a certain extent, like, I think they're still going to find success on offense and uh, you know, they've got, they've also got uh, Notre Dame, um, you know, Miami, but really it's not, it's not a super tough schedule for them. Um, You know, they don't play Clemson this year, so we'll see if they can make any progress in the ACC. And then uh, moving on to 10, I, I do have – that's where I have Notre Dame. Um, okay. Again, I mean, as much as, you know, I hate to admit it as a Pitt fan, uh, <laughs> you know, every year they're going to have a good offensive line. They're going to have a good defense. Kyle Hamilton's coming back. Kyron Williams, yep. I know, is in Heisman talk. You know, mm-hmm. I, he's, uh, he's a had an a, a amazing year last year as a freshman, and I think he's only going to get better. Um you know, I'm, I'm looking at like him and probably Brees Hall and we'll see who else emerges as the, you know, the top running backs in the country. But I definitely think that he has a chance to, to be the leading rusher this year in college football. Oh um, yeah. But the, the one thing that you've already touched on was, you know, the, the difficult schedule with teams like Cincinnati and Wisconsin and yeah, USC. They've, they've, they've got a path to the playoff that they want it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, if they run the table and they beat everybody, there's not going to be much doubt because they're going to have probably three or four top 25 wins. Mm-hmm. Their strength of schedule will be good. So, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, sometimes them being an independent hurts them because the, the schedule they play can be weak. But I don't think that'll be the case this year coming up. So, yeah, I think. Yeah, they definitely have a tough schedule. Um, it it kind of depends on how well the Pac-12 turns out. You know, they play USC, they play Stanford again. You know, hopefully, you know those those lot or those wins. You know, towards the end of the year won't like won't affect them more than it'll like help them out because yeah, know, who uh-huh. knows how good USC is going to be. But um, I think I'm I start off at eleven. So eleven, I'm going to go with. That's where I have Iowa. I think okay. uh, they have. They have Tyler Goodson, who's uh, their running back, who yep. was a first team, first team Big Ten running back. Um, they're returning seven people on on defense, uh, a lot of their O line, um, which no one has ever questioned from Iowa. But well, yeah, um, they're kind of like Wisconsin. Yeah, they have. Uh, I think I, I was researching. They have the eighth best defense last year with a little bit over three hundred yards a game. Okay, um, I just think they have a lot coming back. They have a quarterback coming back. Uh, I think they're my. Let me look. I think they're my pick 
obviously them or Wisconsin to win. And to win the other team we haven't even talked about. Yeah, Northwestern too. I mean, you talked. To, I don't know if you saw, but they have that Holinsky kid coming from South Carolina. Who's I know. And Fitz, I mean, I love Pat Fitzgerald as a coach. So I think yeah, they'll be tough too. North Northwestern is I I believe. Uh, I believe they're the, the top team in returning production from last year. So we'll see if they can make any noise because they were they gave Ohio State everything they could handle in the Big Ten. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. If we didn't have Trey Sermon, we wouldn't have been to the playoff. But um <laughs> they, yeah, they're with their defense, they're they're really good. Pat Fitzgerald knows what he's doing. So um I'm gonna go to number ten. Um who I'm actually really, really high on this year. My favorite to win the Pac-12 is Oregon. Okay. Um, I think they have number six recruiting class coming in. Yeah. They have they have that uh, uh, Kayon Kavan Thibodeau, that defensive end, who's going to be a great a beast. You know, pass rusher in the NFL and probably a top ten pick next year. Yeah. Um, they have a quarterback returning. They have Jamal Hill at safety coming back, who's only a sophomore who played really well last year. And I just saw. Um, I think it just came out a couple hours ago, but CJ Verdell, the running back, has been there forever. He's coming back. Okay. Um, Travis, Travis Dye, they have a good young defense coming back. And yep. Uh, the thing with them, they play, I'm really looking forward to this game. They play Ohio State week two. Yep. So week two or three, it's in it's in Columbus. So yeah, it's week two. Week two. They'll be, they'll be tested early to see, but that's going to be their playoff game for them. We know with, you know, Pac-12, it seems like it's always been a question mark for the past couple of years. Even at least since the college football playoff era, you know, they had the team with Jake Browning in Washington, but they just, you know, they can't beat Bama. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have I have Oregon 10. I'm pretty high on them for next year. Um, You can – did you do 10 yet? Are you on 9? I Yeah, I, I had Notre Dame 10. And actually, if you – I'll just – I'll go right to nine because that's where I have Oregon. Okay. Um, so, I mean, you know, we're, we're pretty close on that. I think we, we pretty much feel the same, you know, the same way. Um, you know, everything that you just said, the guys they've got coming back, the sixth ranked recruiting class. Like, I, I think that, you know, um, things are going to line up for them. Well, you know, the, the uh, game against Ohio state is going to be a nice opportunity for them to try and, um, you know, put together a, a good season and get off, you know, get off well, you know, at the beginning, uh, if, if they could, if they could beat Ohio state, you know, they're going to jump into the top five probably and control their own destiny to, to get to the playoff if they run the tables. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. And if you want to go ahead with nine, two or eight, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So at eight, I have, I, I'm not sure how I how to feel about them, um, but I I put them in here, and it's Texas A&M um, because you know Jimbo, and I I do believe Mond is coming back. Correct. I have heard nothing about Kellen Mond. I mean, he's I mean he's got to be 40 years old at this point. He's been there forever. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's I it seems kind of cloudy as to whether or not he like is gonna declare. Um, I'm not sure if there's been anything uh, certain one way or another. Now, if if he ends up declaring, you know that would definitely change change my opinion um, on them. But I think you know if, if he's gonna come back, they they had a good team last year. Now mm -hmm. you know like some people were saying that they deserve to be in the playoff. Would I go that far? Probably not, but um, you know, they, they definitely competed in the sec. Um, and again, I think that, you know, if, if Mond is going to come back between him and the running backs, they have, um, they should be pretty yeah, good. Isaiah Spiller. Yeah. yeah uh -huh. I'll just, I'll just kind of lead off to where you were. Cause I had a and M at nine. So okay. that's where I had a and M at. So we're kind of somewhere there. They have, I don't know if you said it, but number seven recruiting class coming in. Yeah. You have returning a thousand yard rusher, Isaiah Spiller. Um, you know, who knows if Mon's coming back. They're returning a lot of defensive line. Uh, Tyree Johnson, Bobby Brown. Uh, thing that they're going to have to rebuild is their O-line. They lost a lot of seniors from the offensive line. And then last year they had a top 10 defense and, you know, they were number two right behind Georgia in rushing. So rushing defense. So, yeah. 
it, their, their question has always been, you know, are they going to score enough points? So, yeah, I know. Who, I mean, I've never been the biggest Kellen Mond believer, but um, who knows? Maybe with someone new in there, um, they'll generate more offense. Yeah. But uh, number eight, I have Indiana. Okay. So I have, I think Penix, you know, firsthand experience, you know, he destroyed Ohio state, you know, and they have Fry Fogel coming back all first team, big 10 receiver coming back. He's, he's amazing. Um, they have, they're both linebackers returning Michael McFadden and Cam Jones. Um, great defensive team. They have a Florida state transfer um, at receiver to give Penix more help. Mm-hmm. And DJ Matthews. Um, they have Steve Scott, the running back coming back. I think he was a big 10 guy too, all big 10. And, uh, you know, the Big Ten East is going to, you know, if Penn State comes back, it's going to be competitive in the East next year. Um, yeah, for sure. They have potentially 19 people coming back, starters. So, uh, you know, we'll see. And then uh, I'm just going to go into 7-2. Seven, 7 is where I have Cincy. Okay. I have Cincinnati at 7. I have – I think I love Luke Fickle. I've seen yep. – he started at Ohio State, defensive coordinator coordinator obviously was coach a for a year but they have res- they have Ritter coming back um they had a top 25 offense top 15 defense really really balanced gonna get they almost beat georgia you know he didn't hit that super super long field goal uh-huh you know could have went either way they play i don't know that i know they play Notre Dame. we talked about that earlier and i think they, yeah, play, so, they play indiana yep they play indiana on the it looks like week three indiana and then it looks like two weeks after that they play Notre Dame. So, yeah. um, and that's, that's there before too. they play their American schedule. Um, so no, I, sorry to cut you off, but I, I really completely agree because that's also where I have since he is seven yep. um, for all the reasons that you just said. I mean, um, they're you know, a great balanced, balanced team. They, yep. I mean, they're losing their defensive coordinator though. He's going Notre Dame, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I believe so. I his name's slipping me, but I know they're losing him. But you know, Fickle's a defensive-minded guy, so he'll put whoever he thinks in there to do good. I know they're losing both their safeties, um, but you know, with Ritter coming back, I think that really, really helps them. Yeah, I I would agree. Um, so you know, we we both agree on on seven, and then at six coming up here, I have Iowa State. Yeah, um, that's where I have them. Yeah, I, I I guess we'll see, you know, how they how they play, but um they do f- from everything I've heard, um, I believe Brees Hall already confirmed he's coming back. And yep. I have seen stuff that Brock Purdy's gonna come back too. Yep. Um, so mm-hmm. if they're bringing both those guys back, I mean, Matt Campbell's done an outstanding job at, you know, bringing that program from nothing three or four years ago to you know beating who do they beat they beat who oregon right in the yeah, fiesta, in the fiesta bowl. bowl i believe yep. um or, yeah yep 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 you know they he finally was able to knock off he finally was able got, to knock off oklahoma this year yeah um and they they you know they even played oklahoma tough at the end of the year in the big 12 championship when I would say that's that was the the better version of Oklahoma was the Big Twelve championship. Oh um, yeah, with you know yeah. even though they lost, it was it was a very competitive game. So yeah, I mean you know when you're when you're bringing back your your experienced quarterback and um, I believe Brees Hall was the leading rusher last year. You know when you're bringing him back, I think you're set up for success. Yeah, they're also uh, you know shout out Matt Campbell. He's from. T- you know, Coach Toledo a couple of years, so I'm big on him <laughs> too. Um, but they have a great tight end coming back in uh Charlie or Charles Kolar. He had seven yeah, receiving Kohler. yards last Yeah, seven hundred receiving yards last year. So a, a good weapon for him. And uh I, I'm you know, he took the words right out of my mouth. I'm just as high on Iowa State next year. I mean, if they didn't lose it's a thing they lost to Texas last year, didn't they? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. If they, I mean, if they would have, you know, ran the table to the big 12 championship game, I mean, they had a spot in the playoff. So, yeah. But uh, so I'll, I'll go in here. Cause I know I'm going to talk about it for a little bit, but five is where I have Ohio state. Okay. I think uh, 
just huge questions across the board. You know, is Kerry Combs going to fix this uh, defensive team? Uh, our assistant defensive coordinator, Greg Madison, he just retired. But he was he's known because he was up in Michigan for a couple years with Harbaugh. But um, they're returning a lot of their defense. We, you know, we get Haskell Garrett back in the line. We get yep. um, you get all of our secondary except for Sean Wade, which, you know, I, I'm not too, you know, sad of losing him. But he had a tough adjustment last year to the. Yeah, he definitely did. Um, but, you know, it's it all starts, you know, returning all most for O-line. I think the only offensive lineman we lost well, Josh Myers, our center, is still up in the air, but we have Munford back. Um, we have all we have Olave back. I can't believe we talked about him, but you know our, our weapons on the outside is going to be insane. If who you know, if yep. CJ wins it or Jack Miller wins the job, he's. Yep. I mean, it's Garrett like Wilson going to be a yeah going to be a plug and play for him. You know, you know, obviously, running back will be a little bit different with Trey leaving, but Master Cheek's experience, he knows what he's doing, and then they have a five star. Um, who I think will make an, an impact right away. Travion Henderson, he's, okay. he's a beast. Um, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, they play Oregon the second game. That will define their season. Luckily, it's in Columbus this year. And also, um, one last thing, they lose all their linebackers. They lose Hilliard, they lose Brown, or Browning, they lose Pete Warner, they lose Tough Borland. Um, yep. This year, they're a little. They're going to be a little more athletic. They're not going to be as fundamentally sound um, as Pete and Tough were, um, but they're going to be a little more athletic. And Dallas Gantt, and uh, I can't pronounce his first name, but the Mitchell kid, uh, he's pretty good too. And then I think our our will our we or uh, our will linebacker will be needed replaced. But that's where I have Ohio State. Yeah, I so at number five, I have Georgia. Um, who I think, you know, is also going to be very good next year. You know, they've got, uh, they've got JT Daniels coming back, transferring from USC. It seemed like he was, he was getting acclimated at the end of last season. Um, they're, I know they're bringing back, they're bringing back pretty much all their skill on offense. You know, George Pickens at receiver. Um, the tight ends are coming back. The running back room is, is pretty stacked. Um, you know, Kirby's, yeah, Kirby's always got the defense playing well. Um, so I think that they're going to be, you know, very solid, but they're also going to get tested uh, from week one because they play Clemson this year, week one. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to oh, be, yeah, a, you know, that's going to be a, a big, big test for both those teams to see um, who can come out on top and, and, you know, start the season off on the right foot. Yeah, I think I think Zamir White is a great running back for them. They have uh, isn't Dalvin Cook's brother on the team too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be coming back too. Uh, they're the third best recruiting class coming in. Yeah, um, they were you know the best defensive team last year. Um, but that's I have Georgia at four, so that's where I'm kind of like, um, kind of we're just talking about what you're talking about, but they definitely have a tough schedule, you know, with Clemson. But I think it's definitely a playoff in right there. I think if Clemson loses that one, it'll be – well, who knows? You know, that's the schedule. Georgia plays Bama at some point, so – in Florida. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely uh, – it's definitely tough. And honestly, you know, like you said, you have you have Georgia at four. I have Ohio State at four. So, basically, we have them flip-flopped. Um, the, the biggest thing for me, I think, you know – while Ohio State's probably losing more, I think Georgia has the tougher schedule in having to play Clemson. Um, you know, and and that's like week one. You're you're right into the meat grinder there. If you lose that game, like you're you're already a step behind everybody else. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not that Ohio State couldn't lose to Oregon, but I I guess I kind of find that more unlikely that Ohio State drops that game to Oregon than than you know, Georgia potentially losing to Clemson. Um, right. Yeah. And that's especially, you know, when you get to the top five, like you're, it's, it's very small things that make a difference between who goes four, who goes five and vice versa. So for me, that's kind of the difference. Right. And with, uh, with Georgia, obviously it's a big game at the start. Cause one thing we've learned from the playoff is you never want to play catch up. Cause you know, this past year, look where AM was. They never got over that loss against Bama. And yep. you know, I you know, Iowa State, Oklahoma, 
Cincy, they they never gain ground, even with Florida losing that SEC championship. Yeah. Game for their, I think that would have been their third loss, right? Or second loss. Or uh-huh. third loss, one of the two. But, you know, they were still at – I think they were at six in the final ranking, so. Uh, six or seven, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, they definitely don't want to play catch-up with the playoff. But um, I'll go into my number three. I have Oklahoma at three. Yep. Uh, they have the top ten recruiting class. I think Rattler is my – favorites on the Heisman uh-huh. um, I would agree they're losing a little bit they're losing Andre Stevenson in the NFL the running back you know he had yeah. a little suspension beginning of the year but they're losing Rambo uh to Miami they're, they're losing a little bit um but you know Lincoln Riley is just he's an amazing coach and I think yeah they, you know they're my they're my winner for the Pac-12 or for the Big 12 um I and I I do believe I think I, I could be wrong, but I think that the only guy they're losing on the offensive line is Creed Humphrey. Now, I mean, that's a big loss. You know, he was a, a mm-hmm. um, longtime starter at center, and that's probably the most important position on the on the line. But um, if, if they're bringing back the other four guys and they only have to replace him, I think that they can do that. And again, like you said, um, you know, Rattler coming back, I think he's my favorite for Heisman. And I also have Oklahoma at three. So, yeah, they're Oklahoma will be they'll be really good this year. It's basically the same team, you know, just another year of experience with them. So, um, I think Rattler he made a huge jump, and you know they lost to Kansas State beginning of the year. I think they dropped they dropped two two games in the beginning of the year, didn't they? Yeah, because they started off the season one and two. I'm trying to because I know they, they lost, lost to Kansas to- State. Iowa yeah, they State lost too. to Kansas State, and then they lost to Iowa State. Yeah, so, I mean, I think Rattler with a, with that on his belt a whole year, he, he showed, you know, we talked about a little bit earlier, uh, the Oklahoma from the beginning of the year, the, you know, ending the year, you know, the ending of the year could have been a playoff team if, you know, they didn't drop one of those two games. If they would have lost to Iowa State and then avenged that loss, a little different story at number four. Yeah, definitely. But, um, but two, I have Alabama. I have okay. Bama at two. Um, I, you know, it's basically just NFL tunnel. They, you know, they're losing a lot, but they bring a lot in. Um, yep. Obviously, losing Waddle and Devontae Smith and Najee Harris, Mac Jones, a lot of the offense linemen. Uh, yeah. I know uh, Alex, Alex Leatherwood's one for sure. Yeah, Patrick Sertan. They're losing uh, Christian Barrymore, who made a huge name and title game for himself. Yeah. Um, you know, but I think they have uh, the Job kid coming back. I, I think is his first name Jordan Job. I forgot what his first name I is. I think but, so. Yeah. Um, you got him coming back. You know, with them again, just the plug and play for them. They're saving. He knows what he's doing. I think Bryce Young is a sleeper for the Heisman. He's a little bit shorter. He's kind of like Kyler Murray type. He's very yeah. quick. He's 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 shorter, but he's he's a good athlete. And then they have. Uh, is John Mechie coming back? I, I think so. Yeah. So he'll be probably the number one receiver there. That Slade Wilson kid or Slane Wilson, another yeah. uh, receiver that are coming back and it's their time now. I think uh, we'll, we'll see. I th- they have number two. I know they just won the natty, but I think with the team that, you know, that's left, I think they have a little more coming back. So that's why yeah, they're definitely one. replacing a lot. And uh, at, at least, so for, for right now, at least I, I have Clemson at two. Um, and, uh, I guess we'll see what happens. You know, I think that you could make an argument for them to be number one, um, and Bama to be two, like you just said, um, you know, because I, I think after a couple weeks removed from the season ending, it seems like mm-hmm. Bama is going to have more to replace. Um, yeah, obviously, that's... you know, Clemson's going to have big shoes to fill uh, in losing um, Lawrence and Travis Etienne. And I think to a certain degree, Amari Rogers as well, but they are bringing back uh, every single starter on the defense defense, um, along with, you know, having the, uh, another top recruiting class coming in to, to back them up. And, you know, they played all last season without Justin Ross, who will be coming back. And so that kind of makes up for losing Amari. So, you know, it's 
just like Alabama, Clemson's become sort of the gold standard for football. So, you know, I, I think that while I have them at two, probably mainly because we'll see how DJ, you know, can play. I, he, you know, he played one game last year against uh, Notre Dame. Against Notre Dame, yeah, and, yeah, and he can he can know, play. He can definitely ball out. He's he's uh, he was I think he was a top ten overall recruit. You know, two years ago, he's he's yeah, he's a great. He'll be he'll be next Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he's um, they they think I don't think he's as polished as a runner as Trevor was, but you know, arm talent is definitely still there. Like you said, uh, Justin Ross is coming back. They have a running back shoot to fill. Um, but with the whole defense back, that's why I put them at number one because, um, you know, they had a, you know, Venables is, you know, a mastermind defensive end. But I think with DJ showing that he, you know, can play against top talent and, you know, really didn't miss a step against Notre Dame. I, I just put them over one because Bama was just losing so much. But I know it's, you know, people have the argument, why, why would you, you know, not rank national championship, national champion number one, but. Uh, with what they're losing, I, I figured, you know, I know oh, no, it's kind yeah. of, that's kind of like my whole list, you know, one through five. I mean, then the year can kind of be replaceable, but with Georgia, they have, you know, quarterback coming back, Oklahoma quarterback coming back, you know, Alabama, they just won the natty. So I'm not going to put them too low. And then Ohio State, obviously they have their own quarterback battle to, to deal with. So. Yep. No, exactly. So yeah. And then, you know, if I have Clemson too, I've got Bama one for a lot of the same mm-hmm. reasons you just talked about. I mean, they're Bama, it's Nick Saban, you know, they've got a top recruiting class. He's going to bring in more talent, um, but we'll see. We'll see if they can, you know, I, I think the other thing is with them having a, what should be a more normal off season, uh, you know, full spring ball probably and a, a full off season for him to get those guys acclimated into the system and ready to go you know, you just can't, you can't, uh, can't discount Nick Saban and what he can do as a coach, you know, to get his players ready to go. But uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens and it should definitely be an exciting season. And like you said, I think really, especially the top five teams, they all look pretty good and, you know, Oklahoma and Georgia bringing back quarterbacks as opposed Mm -hmm. to, the other three teams we've got in the top five here. We'll see if that makes a difference for them, you know, with, with getting to the playoff and having success. Right. Yeah. And I, I kind of, not in script, but I kind of want to see your, uh, just out of the blue, your, you know, if you had to pick the playoff and put money on it right now, who are your top six at the end of the year? My, my top six right now, uh, I think at six, I would probably go with, Man, this is tough. Um, yeah, I can I can give you mine first. Okay. At, at six, I'm gonna put Oregon. I think. Okay. I think they're gonna win out, but have that one loss against Ohio State. I think. Yep. They, but I think they'll be Pac-12 champ. Five. It, it's tough because with the SEC, we talked about earlier. You know, Georgia or Alabama can lose a game to Florida. They can lose a game to LSU. You know, um, but I think. Georgia with everyone returning, I think they will be five. And then that's pretty obvious who the last four are. I think, you know, and no order Clemson, Bama, Oklahoma, Ohio state. Yeah. I, I would probably agree. I, I think, I think again, um, we'll see how Cincinnati, you know, plays out. I think if they, mm-hmm. if they win out, they probably have an outside shot at the number four spot. Um, but I think that's, that could be a long shot. I would agree. I, I'd probably put Cincinnati six, I think Georgia five, because mm-hmm. if I had to pick, I'm probably going to say Clemson beats them at the start of the season. And then right. they've got to go on to play the sec. And then I, I also, I would probably say, uh, you know, top four. So the playoff teams being Bama, Clemson, Oklahoma, and Ohio state, um, and we'll see how that shakes out, um, you know, in terms of how they get ranked. But I, I, I'm really high on Oklahoma this year. I think that this is the year they could potentially get over the hump. Um, you know, we'll see how if if Alex Grinch can keep that defense improving because mm-hmm. if he can, um, 
and they can improve on how they played last year. And if Rattler, you know, plays well enough to win the Heisman, I think this is the year they could finally make the playoff and win a game to get to the championship. Yeah, I, I agree. And even even after, you know, Rattler, you look at this, this past year, they, they brought a number one quarterback. They brought in Caleb Williams, who is going to be really, really, really good. But the reason why I had Oregon ahead since he's um, – I feel like last year with, you know, they, they kept since he at seven or eight or six all year. I know. So I think in order for them to win, I think I only put Oregon ahead because I feel like since he has a better chance of losing those games against – uh, Indiana and Notre Dame, Notre then Dame. Oregon, then, then, yeah, and Notre Dame, um, then Oregon, you know, losing one and then winning out. Yeah. Um, I would, I would, uh, I would probably agree. But yeah, it's, it'll be exciting next year. I think with the whole year, um, a normal off season and, you know, recruits coming in early, you know, COVID preventing, you know, another, you know, eight team eight win team in the playoff. Yeah. It'll be, I think every team will be at their fullest. Um, but yeah, extremely, extremely excited for next year. I think the big 12 will be back next year. I think Oklahoma and Iowa state will just be another step better than what they were. And I think uh, Texas will be good. And uh, Oklahoma state could be back next year too. Yeah, no, I would, I would definitely agree, but uh, that was, that was super fun. And uh I think we'll probably wrap it up here. Um, and then next week we'll try and do a little uh, signing day talk because that's going to be coming up on February 3rd. Right. And, yeah. uh, maybe also throw in a little bit of Super Bowl talk because we will have the results from the NFC championship or well, both championship games coming up uh, tomorrow. Yep. So we can look forward to doing that. And it was a fun first episode, dude. Yeah, it was extremely fun. Looking forward to the next one. I, it feels good just to not talk to myself anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. Yeah. No, I definitely. I feel that. Yeah. It's. Uh, yeah. It's it's something fun to do. So, we will uh, catch you guys next week. All right.